Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down in the spotlight and squirt circle with Rhino. And we're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. What is up, guys? It's Ragbag bringing you another edition of Regular Guy Gaming right here on the Grapple Talk Network. Thank you all so much for joining us this week. A special edition of RGG as RGG and myself sit down and uh, not really discuss video games, but discuss uh, one of the biggest movies of 2018 thus far, Black Panther. Now, for those of you that haven't seen it yet, uh, fair warning, we do pretty much spoil the entire movie in this upcoming discussion. So if you are waiting to see it, if you haven't yet, um, I would definitely encourage you to uh, pause this podcast and then come back and listen to it after you see it. Uh, we we basically break down the entire movie, uh, talk about what we loved about it, talk about what we thought was awesome about it. Not so much what we didn't like, because there's really... Uh, not much of that, but a great movie nonetheless, as well as a tad tiny little bit of wrestling discussion to kick things off. So, uh, without further ado, let's send it over to myself in RGG on this week's Regular Guy Gaming. Enjoy. Welcome to RGG. This is an RGG. <laughs> I know you hate. I've been wanting to do that. It's like an iPhone ever commercial. Since, ever since you complained about me starting too fast, I've been wanting to do that forever. <laughs> You're a fucking prick, you know that? <laughs> okay, all right, we'll do it for real now. <clears throat> I'm not stopping. You, you, Now you can... All right, now I'll do it real. Yeah, now you do a real one. Here we go. Thank you guys for stopping in and listening to Regular Guy Gaming. We got RGG in the house tonight, and we have... I mean, guys, this is rare... We've got Ragbag again, and we're not at RCCW. No, we're not. We're like in our own houses, but we're on Skype, right? Yeah. So, and we're and we're sitting down, and it's an exciting time because we went out and saw Black Panther, and we're yes. so jacked about it that we want to talk yes. about it. Yes. And dude, let's Spoilers. not let's let's not let's not dive too deep into this before we say thanks to everybody have, have to. you seen all the downloads and the, the views downloads i mean dude are getting ridiculous yeah i mean the show's blowing up so <laughs> hey thanks everybody for tuning Thank in yes and you know what they may not be talking to us but they're listening so thank you do you yeah. know what i mean yeah absolutely like, I, I i don't whatever we're doing we're doing something right we're going to keep doing it guys his gamer reviews he's going to keep them coming my interviews and talking with just in general, we're going to keep it coming. But thank you guys very much. Well, and here's the this thing. This means a lot. If you are tuning into this episode, if you haven't listened to the Just Duke episode yet, I highly encourage going back. I mean, um, like I said during uh, – my dog's barking. Like I said uh, at the close of that last episode, I took a lot of notes when it came to how – because she gave some great information for people she that were just starting out. For- she gave a, a, a um a um seminar for free on the on the Grapple Talk Network. Yeah, she really did. I took notes. I did my first Twitch stream last night using some of her notes. I got up to five. I got up to five viewers at one time. That's a five. Big deal, actually. In my first Twitch stream, I got up to five. So that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you followed her notes and like, man, I mean, she gave away so much like free insider information it was great and like what sucks we're putting that interview over so they may even just quit <laughs> all right <laughs> then they'll just go back and you know yeah. i already listened to that one but i'll just do it a second time instead of we'll listening do it to a fucking idiots, but, no. no but on on a serious note thank you guys very much you guys have shown us 
ridiculous amount of support. And not only that, you guys have gone back and listened to past episodes. We're watching the numbers rise. Thank you, guys. So what we're going to do is we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're actually going to do, this is not spoiler free. Uh, we're going to review Black Panther. Um, but before we get into that, I'd like to talk about a couple of things first. Are you okay with that, Ragbag? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. What do you What do you want to touch on? Do you want to touch on how you got a stinger on your face? Do you want to talk about that at some point or no? Did you really just bring that up? <laughs> I oh did. my! I we'll I honestly, maybe later. I don't know. I, I didn't think you. I honestly just didn't even think you were gonna bring that up. I got punched in the face. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I got punched. I thought that I. Uh, uh, maybe in my older age, I, you know, I thought I could, you know, bop and yeah, weave. Yeah, right, yeah. Didn't happen. Right? No, no, I, I got, got caught. Yeah. I mean, I weaved. It was more of a scratch. I took him down. And it all Long started story. with it started with a bag popcorn. of popcorn. A bag of popcorn. <laughs> I don't want to give away too much because, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'll just put it this way. A guy swung at me over some popcorn. I thought I dodged, but I did take him down. I did not hurt him. I held him in place until security got there. And then when I get home... Stephanie is like, I. You can actually see it. No, oh, like, yeah, you can. You can see it on the video. I know it's the podcast, but you can yeah, see that. You, you got a little, uh, yeah. A little Stephanie there. was like, Isaac, your left cheek is swollen, and I'm like, no, it's not. He never touched me. She was like, Isaac, your left cheek is swollen. He got you. Yep. So whatever, but nobody got hurt, and that's what's important. Yep. Yep. That is what is important, but it was a funny story nonetheless. But anyways, you wanted to talk about something wrestling related yeah, or what? Wrestling related, and I want your and and and, and I'm gonna have to now. See, here's the thing: um, a lot of people may have heat. Guys, go back and listen to the Ross Family podcast and so on. Look, I don't know about this heat with Victor Stick Ross and the Ross Family. I've never had that heat. Okay. Yeah. You love heat, by the way. I love you. It. Love you. Laugh and you eat it up. Yeah. And you fall asleep like a baby when this shit happens. Happens. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff, man. It is. It is. Um, here's something that I'd like. I actually I've never come across the Ross family. They've all they've done nothing but help me. As you know, they took me underneath their wing and they've taken care of me. Um, as you know, just recently we're running into Smarks, and I'm talking to you as a friend right now. Just I need some help here. And I talked with Vic the Stick Ross, you know. And you know how Aesop Mitchell came in and, you know, he screwed me for my title and so on. Have you noticed that the smarks at RCCW are getting louder? Um, I don't know. I don't know necessarily. I don't know if they're necessarily getting louder or if it's just a matter of them speaking up at the right times. Because I personally okay, think I it's still that saying. very select few number of of uh, D-bags that, uh, you know, think it's cool to to be on the opposite side of things, like like we're fucking WWE or something. I don't get and it. And we're not. And for the first time, I've been training since 2011. I've been actively wrestling for six years. For the first time in my career, I was visibly shocked when Aaron Sacrifice and I are standing in that ring and I'm holding him up, his hand up, christening, he's the new champ, guys. And they're shouting, not our champ, not our champ. You both suck. I've never been affected by it before, but that affected me. Well, they even cheered Chase McCoy, and Chase was like, whoa, I did not expect that. You know what I mean? Let me tell you how this is happening in RCCW. When it comes to Chase McCoy, 
he is the perfect he's like he is basically like who we'll talk about in a little bit he's like killmonger a little bit right he is the cool guy he's the cool villain that you want to you, you want to like right. chase mccoy yeah. is killmonger he well yeah he it's like he doesn't necessarily have i mean he's just why would you want to boo him i mean he doesn't really necessarily do i mean aside i mean he's a psychopath but he's but not necessarily not doing... ne- yeah it's like you're yeah. like i don't really understand why he's a bad guy aside from the fact that maybe he beats up guys that i i like i but like that, but what is he doing wrong outside exactly. of what he believes is right yep and he may and... be going about it the wrong way but the core of it he's not necessarily the bad guy even though he is you know what i mean yeah that's why that's chase mccoy perfect. chase mccoy is over in a lot of different places that he goes and uh, I'll be honest, when it comes to Aaron, you know, I personally don't think that Aaron was probably built up in the best way to be a champion right now. It kind of came off a little bit. If you want to try to refer to how things happen on the big stage, it kind of came off a little bit like Jinder Mahal's WWE title run. It kind of came out of nowhere. He didn't really get built up to be a champion. And in fact, I'll throw AC Riley under the bus. We talked to him about this and he had mentioned that he thought the title could help make Aaron. And that's just not how it is. The wrestler so? has to make no. The wrestler has to make the title the, because the, the title my, is irrelevant, right? In my mind, um, Derek, they came to me and talked to me about this, and they're like, "Look, your feud with Aesop Mitchell right now, besides uh, Victor Stick Ross and and Chris Black, that's one of the hotter feuds right now. So you guys don't need the belt for that feud, right? So it's taking up a spot for someone else, and I agreed with that, right? I, 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 yeah, I a hundred percent agree that you, you don't need a title to get over. That's exactly what a title is basically a prop. It's something that can be used yeah, to help tell stories with yeah. Aaron. I mean, what is, I, I can't tell you. And I help, you know, sometimes with creative booking ideas. I don't know what the fuck Aaron's been doing. And that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Right. You can, you can have a belt, a belt can help elevate somebody. Yes. But but you can't rely solely on a championship to really bring somebody to that level. And but Aaron's, that's what Aaron's they have great... Chase McCoy for, though. Chase exactly. McCoy is taking him under his wing, and Derek and – I'm sorry, not Derek. The, the RCCW, the, the, the people behind the scenes believe that he can get just as big as a pop as Maru. I, I don't mean to be speaking in fourth person, but, here, but here's, you get what I'm saying. Here's the problem, though. You're going to put him up against a guy like Chase McCoy who last year had the – Match of the year. The the fans bring the weapons. They voted on it. He had he had that match is of the true. year. He did get match of the year. And and right. you you set up Chase McCoy and Aaron Sacrifice. And now you look at it and you go, who makes more sense? Who who seems more credible as a champion in the middle of the ring? Aaron Sacrifice is a great worker. He has charisma when he can show it, but he hasn't been booked in a way that makes him seem like a credible opponent against Chase McCoy. So once they go out there in March. Who do you think the fans are going to probably be behind? And that's Chase McCoy's job to make sure that doesn't it is. happen. It is. Because that's what is. the Ross family did with me. Yep. RCCW had no clue who I was, but they put together such a storyline, and they put me in such shitty, sad situations where the crowd had no choice obviously I had to pick up those cues too. I have a responsibility myself as well, you know, but I believe if he listens to chase, I believe he will get over. I think, I think part of the problem that you're looking at too, is that you have to differentiate the crowds that you're working in front of. And, and quite honestly, 
this crowd, while it's like this old school Memphis style crowd, they like the storytelling. They don't really care necessarily for the big flippy flop moves. They don't. It's what, but it's what got the Dojo Boys over. And when you look at your traditional heels and your traditional faces, sometimes when it comes to a Maru or when it comes to an Aaron Sacrifice, you really need to pull something out of your back pocket to win them back over, right? You can't have, um, you know, for example, Kyle Roberts. I know he's a face, but here's. Here's here's another Kyle example. Robert's having a hard time right now, though. Well, here's here's another example in the main event. And I don't want to spend too much time on this because I'm assuming people tuned in to talk about Black Panther. But when you talk about the main event because, that that happened yeah. on that night, Chris Black okay, to me. Let's just let's just be ourselves. Okay. We are we're we're in the wrestling industry. Yeah. They well, know that. And, and Chris workers. Black, right? And when you look at a heel and a face and how things are booked. You look at Chris Black, for example, he necessar- He didn't really have Vic Ross there to help him out. I mean, Vic Ross cut a scathing promo, but Vic was tied up with Butchie outside the ring. Chris Black did a lot of things in that main event match where I was like, I like this guy. I want to cheer for this guy. I want this guy to win the match because he's doing some of these weird, like, modern face tendencies where he's kicking out of moves that you wouldn't expect him. He's showing heart, like grit, determination. And you're like, but he's supposed to be the bad guy. But don't and that's what tell, you're seeing in some of the booking, but, right? Agreed. I, I know where you're going with this, but don't say anything. With my idea that I presented for it, do you believe, and the management has kind of went, we kind of like this. Do you believe that that would put him back on track? Do you think that would get yes. rid of some of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And, so, and sometimes it is that little stuff, right? It's something as yeah. small as that. Oh, man, this guy's getting over. He's getting cheered. Well then, literally do do exactly what you what you propose. That's I mean, it's it's a cheap way to get that some will, heat, but it that, will but get you heat, heat. And it will it will we will get the job done because RCCW is having a, a problem with too many heels getting over just by simply doing their job. Yep, right. And for some reason, I I don't know why. Maybe you. I'm not putting myself over. I'm just being honest. Maru seems to not have been touched with that curse yet. I don't know why, dude. You again, we can we can compare this to the big stages and I know it got a chant while well, me and you had our match, but you got the kids. You got the kids. You can't the, the, and kids, the women, the kids, clearly. And the and, women. and obviously the, 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 the women love you. <laughs> but uh but yeah, that's part of it. And uh yeah, I mean it and that and that's I think some guys struggle with that. Some guys struggle with the the psychology. If they're heels, they struggle with trying not to be too cool because you know a lot of guys they want to be cool right and if you're a heel you can't be cool you have to be a fucking prick you have to do things that people don't like you know i will say this real quick vic i told vic man they were chanting you're not our champ they were chanting boo maru the kids were trying to drown them out and vic the stick ross said you don't need to worry about that he said you're maru you're wrestling for those kids. You're wrestling for them. You're right. not wrestling for marks. Yep, exactly. So he said, you don't give them attention. He nope. goes, you stick with what? So when they start that, you just focus even more on the kids. Yep. So if, maybe they're not listening to this podcast, but I had to get this out because it's been on my mind. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm a professional. I get it. But as a human being... It kind of hurts a little. Does that make sense? Like all I'm doing, I don't know how to explain. I won't say hurt. It bothers me that what I'm trying to do is encourage these children to believe in themselves. And you should see the messages I get from these parents um, on my fan page. 
you know, my child did this, my child's doing this, my child is starting to stick up for himself. And these fucking assholes are like, no, screw that guy. Screw those kids. Yep. You know what I mean, man? Well, yeah, you know, it's like uh, I, I'm a heel, right? And You're a heel, uh, I'm a but heel. you do it for the right reasons. Right, but then you go around after the show and everybody wants to three-sweep me. It's like, come on, guys. Like, I, I remember after the last show I walked up and one of those marks that, uh, you know, tried yeah. starting a John Cena chant was like, Hey, three sweet me, dude. And I was like, fuck off, you stupid Mark. And exactly. I like walked away. I was like, if you watch, God. well, when the video, when the guys, the, um, um, it's going to be put up for free. When guys, when you watch our match, watch how there's people in the match. They try to three sweet you. Yeah. Am I doing it right? No, that's, that's V1 Matt Hardy. It's the middle finger. Yep. You got it. They try to three sweet you and you literally wipe the guy away. You went, get off me. And that's what I like about you as a heel. Don't like me. Why are you? I don't want you. Who are you? How dare you? you? How dare you? You know what I mean? How dare you? You're not a part of 3BF. I have Cal Creed and um, AC Riley. Those are my friends. You guys are not. You know what I mean? That's a heel. Jared Jacks is another guy who helped me out. We were in a match and they started going swag, swag, swag. And I'm like, oh shit, what do I do? He went, don't worry, bro. I got it. (laughs) <laughs> he changed the whole match and he just started gouging my eyes yep. and they went from swag swag to hey man boo that maru yep. maru you know like jared jacks is another one of those guys where i see him look because i'm not gonna say who but when they started cheering for this person who's a heel he was like yeah i'll take the cheers and i'm like you're a fucking heel man you don't want those you want booze yep. like chase mccoy he wants booze yep. Jared Jacks, when he was a heel, he wanted booze. And excuse me, we were in when we were in that ring. Jared Jacks went, "I got it. Just scratch the match. We're gonna make sure that we get you over, and we get my, we get me as a heel over. We're gonna change it." Exactly, man. Professional. When you look at when you look at how a classic match is built. It's built to make the bad guy a bad guy, right? Because what do you do during the heat? It's a lot of rest holds. It's a lot of really boring, slow movement because exactly. everybody goes, I fucking hate that guy. He's he's all he's doing is fucking fucking headlocks. Fuck this guy. I wanna exactly. see that I wanna see that other dude fucking kick his ass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So but then when you have other guys who are heels, they're going out there and it's like Hey brother, I want to do a fucking suicide dive and then a 450 splash and then I want to do this and that. Like, how it's like, am I dude. supposed to hate this guy? Yeah. He's doing cool shit. Yeah. You know, and it's like I hate to bring it up, but look at my sis from another Miss Shayna and 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 um NXT. She's doing some basic shit. She's doing nothing fancy and she is piss pissing people off. Well, and again. She, oh, where you gonna go? Go ahead. Well, I'm, I, and that's and that's just the part the dynamic of where we are now in professional wrestling, you know. Back in the day, you know, you say what you want. A lot of people knew it was a work, but at the same time, there was still that that feel of realism, right? So it's like if you have a guy that's cheating to win, it's like, oh, man, that guy cheated. What a prick. Nowadays, I mean, everybody that's watching wrestling, for the most part, aside from the kids, know that it's a work. I mean, pretty much everybody does. So doing things like, you know, using the tights or using the ropes doesn't necessarily piss people off anymore. What pisses people off is that if they know you can do something in the ring, but you're not giving it to them because they they're watching it. It's like if you paid money to go to a movie, right? And you're like, oh, dude, I cannot wait to see fucking. Bruce I can't. Bruce Banner turns into the Hulk. Exactly. Oh, and, he but he not, and you're it. like, oh, Bruce Banner is the biggest villain because he won't turn. I just want to yeah. see the Hulk. That's kind of what it is like nowadays, right? So 
it's a different time that we live in, and that's just kind of how you have to uh, how you have to you have this to book is, accordingly. So this is this, this is something I had to get off my chest, guys. You can easily press. There's uh, if you're listening on iTunes on the right hand side, there's 30 seconds forward. Just keep pressing it. Don't worry, we're gonna get into the. Just keep, you don't have to listen to this. But I have a feeling they're going on this journey with us because they want to be behind the scenes, and we're breaking kayfabe. Last thing on this is, as you can tell, I've been heated about this. Um, Last thing I'll say is if you watch our match, you can see, and when it came time, even though you you never wrestled, that's your first match, you could see your experience. Because even your own family, when I hurt my knee, even your own family said, don't win like this, Nick. said that to you your own family said yeah. don't win like this nick like yep. you know what i mean your family was like okay we want you if you win cool but dude if you win like this beating on an injured person yep. we're not cool with that dude you worked your family bro yeah, man, and that's again, that's that's part of it. You you do something that people don't necessarily want to see, regardless. If they want to see you win, that's great. But if they, they didn't don't want to see you win, win like that, that right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, again, that kind of that credit is due to the guys that helped us book the match. And a lot of times, that's kind of how it is. You know, Lane, when, you, when you have Lane, Lane and you sure. have and you have uh, AC Riley, AC Riley, Derek helped out a little bit. Derek helped. Yep. When you have um you know, a match that's put together that really works out. A lot of times there's more than just the two minds in the middle of the ring that helped put that together. And that was just that, that example for us where we had a couple of different people with really great wrestling minds help us in telling a story in which there were basically, as you mentioned before, like three moves, right? And there was, were three moves and it was, match, yeah. and it was like a 15 minute match. So, yeah, you know, that's, that's uh that's the kind of wrestling it is nowadays. And you got to tell a story and, uh, you do, you got to tell a story and, and, and I'm I'm happy that you didn't. You're such a professional. You can tell you've been in the business for like ten years. I cannot believe that was your technically your first wrestling match because goddamn did you wrestle? We it was didn't fun. do much, but even within it, you did well with with what we did. Yeah. I was so happy when I heard your family say, "Don't win that way." <laughs> like, because then I you know had, you got you got the most dedicated probably douche followers even going. I don't know about that. They Which were means- like, yeah, they were like, man, we can't really go. Like, look, I love you. You're my son. You're my uncle. I mean, you're my nephew. You're family. But we just we're not cool with that right now. That, it's validation. That's good job. Yeah, you it's validation. I mean? That's heat. Yep. And you didn't do what others would. Some would have went out and gave their mom and dad a high five. You know yep. what I mean? Right. You didn't do that. You went screw everybody. Yep. I don't even want the title. I just want to hurt this man. Yep. And you know, and and again, it's about building up and and really, you know, just kind of coming off. You know, it's like there wasn't a single point. And actually, for three BF in general, there's never really a point where we're not just a bunch of whiny little bitches, right? It's like you have to be you have to be willing to kind of take that take that arrow sometimes. You know, it's like I know Cal Creed can can go like a motherfucker in that ring. Yes. And he's a cool ass dude, but it's still wrestled a billion times. But he continues when it comes to coming to lacrosse, he's a whiny little bitch. And it's like, how can you get behind AC Riley with that stupid fucking haircut? How can you get behind yes. Cal Creed with that? You know, how can you get behind Nikki Duche with that goofy ass fanny pack? And you know, his being a little bitch all the time. It's like, yeah. You know, and that's and what you got to do. And, and uh, God, I, I just, it, this is just coming out of me guys. This is just coming out of us. This is just us being us right now. Don't worry. We'll get on black Panther. Fast forward it. Keep doing it if you need to, but real quick, like Riley just completely got shit on, on the last show. 
Yeah. He didn't care. You know what I mean? Like he he has a heel. He we all beat him up in that in that uh, what was that the fatal four away for the title? Yep. Yeah, and then and then he lost again. You know what I mean? He got completely shit on. Yeah, buried. And yeah. he knew he got buried. He buried him. He got buried. He buried himself basically. He yeah. buried himself, but he did it for the greater cause. Yeah. How many people nowadays would do something like that? Guys, for the greater cause. A lot of times, guys want to. Yeah, a lot of time, guys want to go out there and they want to do their their five moves of doom, and they want to make sure that they get over and they do everything they possibly can to to showcase their their talents. And um, a lot of times, it's not necessarily about putting over the product, which is unfortunate. But that's just the mindset some guys have, and right. I don't know. All right, now about putting over the product. You know what? I think it's perfect to put a commercial here. Let's do it. Let's take our first break, and we'll be back right. with Black Panther. Then Black Panther will be next hey it's hot shot scott williams do you like chili well i do too do you like podcasts well so do we it's the ross family matters podcast join myself victor stick ross jack spade and, From a, the girl! and a cavalcade of other people except maru you're never allowed grapple talk network it's the podcast we're coming at you Maru's not allowed so jesse apparently we have to make a promo for our podcast but i'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to say oh come on nick we just got to talk about grapple talk where we talk about wrestling it doesn't matter if it's the national stuff or the local stuff that's true i mean regardless if it's wwe or our local talent we cover it all oh we also got to plug the social media that's right facebook.com slash the grapple talk and you can follow us on twitter at the grapple talk man that was a really good promo that was high five oh, yeah so basically we want to talk about black panther but I know what happened with you. So I saw it over the weekend. You saw it on uh, what would be, I guess, uh, as of oh, this recording. Oh no, they're not going to hear this. Yeah. Until, so it'd yeah. be it, you. You saw it on a you saw it on a Tuesday. A Tuesday. And yep. uh, you know you went and saw it in the afternoon, and all of a sudden I get a call from you, and you're you're you are livid, and uh, it sounds like you had an altercation after the movie, and and uh, I have a question for you afterwards, but kind of tell us a little bit about what happened. All right, guys, so I went to go see Black Panther. Uh, I didn't wear my crime-fighting suit. I guess that's where I fucked up at. (laughs) (laughs) I went to go see Black Panther at a theater, and um, it was was an amazing movie. Yeah, it it, really was. It made me think. It, 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 It pulled me in. And then I got a phone call, and I knew there was an Easter egg at the end. Yeah. Um, so I started to walk out to answer the phone call and I hear, sir, sir. And I'm like, yes. yes. What are you, what are you, were you sitting right there? And I'm like, yes. He's like, you're just going to leave your popcorn there. You're just going to leave your stuff there. And I went, no, I'm taking a phone call. And then I went, the Isaac side of me went, wait, wait, hold up. Why are you talking to me like that? Like, no, you need to talk to me with respect. Like, like, watch your tone and talk to me with respect. And he was like, no, fuck you. You guys come in here, you leave all your shit in here, and you don't clean up after yourselves, and I'm tired of it. And I went, <laughs> talk to me with respect and lower your tone. He went, no, are you fucking kidding me? And he threw all his shit down on the ground, and he fucking threw a punch at me. Now, I'm a ninja, okay? Okay. I swayed that punch. Did I you? swayed it. I don't I think you did. It. I don't know if you did. <laughs> I don't know if you did. I'm just saying. I'm seeing physical evidence that you might have not swayed it super well. Well, 
We'll put it this way. I did good. I did well enough. Okay, fair this enough. This dude swings on me. Crazy. Guys, he's a 130-pound white dude, long blonde hair with glasses. Swings on me with these spaghetti arms. I sway. He may have scratched me. Okay. A little bit. There. Still gonna, you see all that bruising? I do, yeah. <laughs> he may have scratched me. I immediately took him down. Immediately power halved him. Transitioned him over to his stomach. Got his, like, just got him tied up. Knee, knee on back. Holding him. Security came in. And he's just screaming. He's just screaming. Oh, fuck you. Are you guys scared? They're just not being respectful. Blah, blah. This is disrespectful. Blah, blah, blah. And they got him up. And the manager got in there. It was like, oh, my God. Oh, I, I don't know what to say. And I was like, oh, my God. He was like, let me go. Let me after him. And I was like, yeah, let him go. Let him the fuck go. I'm going to light this motherfucker up. Yeah. And the manager said to his employee, he said, hey, homie. Do you realize that you were on the ground this entire time? He was like, what are you talking about? I was never on the ground. This guy got so mad, he didn't realize that I was holding him on the ground. Wow. I've never seen anger like that before. That's frightening. That scared me. I, we, when I called you, I was shaking. Well, you look, well yeah, yeah. And, you, and you look at that, it's like, okay, it's funny that he freaked out about popcorn, but obviously there was some other underlying issue that's the that reason why off. I didn't yeah. beat him up. You yeah. know what I mean? There was something else going on in his life. He, and he said, you guys. So there was more going on than just me leaving my popcorn there. So You were like the 99th person to leave popcorn there. I was the there. camel. He's I like, was like, motherfucker. Of- <laughs> yes. I've had to pick up 98 other bags of fucking popcorn. And this 99th one is setting yep. me over the edge. <laughs> yep. I don't care if this... This man is clearly bigger than me. Because <laughs> in I'm, his mind... Yeah, I'm going to make sure this dude never leaves popcorn in another theater again. Yeah. I'm the crime okay. fighter. I stop empty bags of popcorn from being in places they're not supposed to be. Yeah, and what's, on you, funny, <laughs> what's funny is, is I realized when the manager was... The manager was right in the fact that he didn't... Because when he was on the ground, I was holding him there he was still screaming and yelling as if he was in my face does that make sense that's so weird that is so weird yeah he didn't even and once they got him to realize that i had taken care of him and you know what i mean not i did not hurt him at all that i safely just restrained him is when he didn't calm down but he kind of stopped wanting to fight at that point in time yeah Cause he was like, "What? No one held me down." And they were like, Dude. "Yeah, we have security footage of it, homie. You were being held that whole time." And he was like, "Oh, That's well, weird. fuck." Yeah. That's so weird. Okay, so here, that well, was here, my, okay, well, so here's the million dollar question, though. Did you get to see the Easter egg? I saw the Easter egg. Okay, perfect. Okay, that's that was that's what's important. Not your health, your safety. Not my Not this man's. Not this man's. Look at that. Look at that bruise. Not this man's concern for left popcorn. It was, did you get no, to see the Easter egg? I got to see the Easter okay. egg. Okay, but before we talk about that, let's talk about the movie Black Panther. Let's it was time. fucking awesome. It was great. It was beautiful. I almost cried. I actually almost for did too. Killmonger. I almost did as well. But we look at the beginning of the movie. Eric. And I don't, Eric. 
Eric, and, uh, and we look at the beginning of the movie, and I don't know if you want to do this all chronologically or not, but you just look at the very... This is our show. We do it the way we want to. We look, at, we look at the very beginning of the movie, and, you know, he's telling the story about, about uh, you know, Wakanda, and uh, you're like, what the, hell, what the hell are they talking about? You know, they're introducing the Black Panther. Another yeah, really great thing. Yeah, I get that at first in the very beginning of the movie. Like, I th- like what is the point of this? Yeah, right. And oh, which, boy, does it play a role. And which I really liked because it was... the when you're looking at just origin stories in general, it was so different than any other Marvel movie that's ever came out. And one thing that I really liked about it, if we're just talking about the movie as a whole, I mean, at times I forgot I was watching a superhero movie. You know what I mean? Yes, I agree. And it's weird because it's set in this extremely fictional universe, but it's like, uh, yeah, exactly. And the, the credit goes to the writers and the actors and really everything, all the efforts that were put into this movie and really kind of being able to connect that universe with a lot of real life day to day issues that I think you know without are political without getting, yeah exactly but at the same time it was still relevant and uh, relatable I think to just about anybody at the theater regardless of your background or your history or where yeah, you're coming from right it didn't and actually what's what, one of the things is Killmonger uh, Eric um, versus T'Challa one of the biggest points about that. Was that basically T'Challa, if you think about it, was a sheltered yes. sheltered yes. human being that has no clue what the real world is like. Exactly. And Eric uh, Najat, I can't say his, his Wakandan name, but Eric, let's just say Killmonger. Killmonger, that's his. Killmonger, that's his, yep. I loved how real he was. I loved the way he talked. He talked gangster. He talked real. While T'Challa was all respectful and this is great, you are awesome, America is great, Killmonger was like, fuck you, motherfucker, what's up? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he was real. And, and okay, real quick, set the stage again. This is, there are going to be spoilers here. This is more of a review, not not a preview, not what we thought. This is like a, a very deep, uh, spoiler-intensive review. Uh, T'Challa is basically, he's, he is Black Panther. His, his dad dies, the king of Wakanda. He comes back. He, he's going to be crowned the new king. So he, he is the Black Panther. He is, you Don't know, when you're thinking about, about the superhero. That yeah, big ass motherfucker. And when we're talking about Killmonger, at first he's introduced in the movie kind of like as this know-it-all. You're kind of like, I wonder who this guy is. What's up with him? You know, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, extremely yeah. intelligent. You're like, I, I don't really understand what's, what's going on here. And eventually he reveals himself to technically be um, T'Challa as the Black Panther's cousin, I believe. Yeah, which uh, makes him the prince. Which makes him the prince, right. So um, they they build up to this nice little twist about three quarters through the movie. And basically what happens is um, Killmonger challenges the Black Panther for as the king of Wakanda. And that's his blood right. He had the blood right to do it. Yep, exactly. And in order to... In order, here's a cool thing about that. You cannot fight as the Black Panther. See, T'Challa isn't the Black Panther. The Black Panther's the exactly boat. right. Yep. So you cannot you cannot defend the throne as, as the, the Black, Black Panther. Exactly right. You cannot. Yeah, you have to defend it as yourself. You have to first prove that you can do it without the power. Yep. I cannot believe they had a superhero like the. I can't believe they had the hero lose. I know, right? Like he, and it was like it was in wrestling terms. It was a clean finish. Like, that was he a got clean. Beat clean. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. It was a clean finish. I, I, my buddy, I told him there was no cheating, but it was a clean finish. There was no tricks. There was no, and it showed. 
excuse me, guys, I'm sorry. It showed the parallel, like the, the extremes of their life on how sheltered T'Challa was, but he was very dangerous. But on the other hand, you have an American who's half Wakandan, who has been in the military system, who's CIA, he worked for the CIA, yep. he has had a hard life, and his whole goal was to take all that training just to fight his cousin one-on-one. -on -one. So again, basically, if you haven't seen the movie yet, or if you have seen it, you, you kind of know exactly what it is that we're talking about, but... Um, Killmonger was the son of, um, I, I forget what his name is, but he was the brother of the King of Wakanda and yep. he got basically sent to Oakland. It was right after the attack. It yep. was right after the terrorist attack of Claw. And he got sent to Oakland basically to be a, a spy throughout the a country. Spy. They sent spies throughout the, uh, throughout the world, all over the place. Yep. He had a child with, uh, somebody that he, ha he fell in love with who ended up being Killmonger. But what happened was... Um, the King of Wakanda found out that... He didn't uh, fall in love. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. The child was Killmonger. Yep, yeah, and yep. he, he found out that basically this, this guy was um, stealing, you know, their precious metal, and uh, he, he ended up having he, to kill him. And he killed him, right? So Killmonger... Close, close. He... The, the king sent his spy to watch Forrest over Whitaker. his brother... Forrest Whit don't oh wait this is a spoiler you're right yeah the king sent young Forrest Whitaker a, ki a kid to watch over his brother and did not he didn't know um his brother was working with the claw to help the African American community yes to give them weapons to give them yep. medicine to give them training like he was trying to help the the black community in America. Um, his, his intentions were completely pure and he wasn't trying to screw over Wakanda. Nope. Um, there was that one terrorist attack and from there on, he used that vibranium to help the people in need. Yep. Cause well, Claw, Claw's intentions were evil. He was trying to make money yes, off Claw it. Claw but... was evil, period. Yep. So then anyways, he dies and basically what you eventually end up learning near the end of the film is that Killmonger had found out about Wakanda and knew about this from his dad and, and found some of his documents. And his basically, dad taught again, him the language. Yep, and then he saw he saw the panther marks in his dad's chest, and he goes, you know what, I'm going to get there. I want to learn more about my culture. And it really said a lot, too. You know, I, I one thing that I wrote down is that if you look at the very beginning of the movie when T'Challa is the king, there's so much culture in it, right? They have, like, this historic Wakandan music, which probably so could be deep-rooted to African yeah, culture. Um, just the dress, everything about it, really, these communities coming together, these different tribes coming together. A little bit of dysfunction, but otherwise, you know, things pretty pure. And then you introduce this badass, this killmonger, who's who's who has a different outlook on everything that, that challenges basically anything in the history of Wakanda. And then you start getting this fucking dope-ass, you know, fucking hip-hop beats you know one one huge uh really cool scene that i liked i don't know if you remember this but killmonger throws t'challa off of the uh off of, of that off this. of the waterfall and then yeah. the next scene with killmonger the the camera's upside down and you just have this like yes. sick base yeah exactly and he's walking up to the throne and you know he just it's like it, it completely they do such a great job in the movie of like turning the culture once you introduce this outsider with a different viewpoint. And again, you can look at a lot of different things in history, a lot of things that are happening now, and that relates to so many things. That's why it's and so did great. You notice not necessarily all the tribes were against him. Yeah. 
Exactly. There were tribes that because he could speak their language, and there were tribes that knew the 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 other the his they knew the king's cousin before. You know what I mean? They knew they under they knew he had yeah. a son. It was like right. you are the prince. You you know what I mean? And they're like he no he does have a right to be here. Yeah. So there were tribes that didn't disagree with him. Yeah. There were tribes that did. And there were tribes that didn't. So then you find out that within Wakanda, but here's the crazy thing. They all had the same idea. It's just the goal and the myth and the, and the mythology of it. The methods were wrong. Yep. Exactly. For some, they all had the same idea. Open up Wakanda and help the world. Yes. And that's something that I think we can attribute. You can, again, you can look at this. You could probably relate this to a lot of different problems. For example, one going on right now when it comes to the United States, you know, immigration. That's a huge, Dude, that's a huge deal right now. at one point in time sound like fucking Trump to me. He did. I'm exactly. We don't, we don't want those people coming into we Wakanda. We want them. We, yeah, those people. And like he was, and then I love how Killmonger said, um, hey, if I'm correct, isn't this the continent where all life started? Yep. He was right. like, well, yeah. He's like, so technically, isn't all life one tribe? So shouldn't Wakanda protect everybody? See, like, that's, how, how is he a bad guy? And that's what, well, and this, that's what's great about it, because you go into it expecting, I mean, Ulysses Claude did a great job in being that villain that you were like, I, that dude just comes off. I fucking hate that guy. Claws, but he, they, he was the bad guy. But they yep. build up Killmonger, right? They give him this amazing backstory. I told you about he, this. Yeah. I told you about this. But, you know, at the end, you know, obviously, you know, we're looking at a superhero movie. They're setting up um, T'Challa to basically be a part of the Avengers. But when you look at um, Killmonger and he's laying there and, you know, he, he's talking with T'Challa because he's he's bleeding out. He's about to die. And he goes, yeah, you know, my dad told me about this Wakanda place and has beautiful sunset. And then he passed away, and I'm just this kid growing up in Oakland, believing in fairy tales. And he's like, what? You know, what do? How 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 stupid is that? And it's like, man, that's so. It's like so relatable, and it's so rough because then you start looking at you know Killmonger, and you go, this dude had a tough ass time growing up, and he always he just wanted a place to call home. He wanted, and he knew about this place, but the only way to get to it was to do what he did. And uh, it's like, how do you, yeah, you really buy into that character and they do, and again, this is what Marvel's been doing is is so great at. They just, along with the the main villain and T'Challa, they built up a lot of their their side characters too to just be, you know, phenomenal points of the movie. The power they gave women. The Wakanda army, the T'Challa's army was all women. Yeah. Now, yeah. All the other tribes didn't necessarily, you know, like Umaka, he had women in his tribe, but a lot of men, like the other tribes had, you know, mixtures, but the main tribe, T'Challa's tribe, all women. Well, and his, and and, yeah, his, like, bad ass. Yeah, it's like his, his, his crew, yeah. Yeah, they were they were phenomenal. Denai Guerrera, I think is actually how you pronounce her name. She's also in The Walking Dead. She plays Michonne in The Walking Dead. Did a phenomenal job. I mean, there were points where she seemed like she could have taken out T'Challa if she really if wanted, she to. wanted to. Yeah. What I loved is when she made it clear. It kind of reminded me of like United States and the military. It doesn't matter who is the president. It's just the fact that we have a president. Exactly. So. Yep. There was a time when she may 
have loved T'Challa as a friend. She may have grew up with T'Challa, but T'Challa wasn't the king. And even though they were looking at her to yep. stop, remember during the fight, yep. they wanted her to help. And she was even crying. But her duty was not to T'Challa. Yep. Her duty was to the throne. Yep. And she even made it clear to T'Challa's ex, no, I serve that throne regardless of who sits on it. And that's a good that's a good mentality to have because once you start staging coups and you start doing stuff like that, then you won't have order. So I agree with her, the fact that she backed up Killmonger. Yeah. Because he was the king. That was the right thing to do. Yeah, and again, the movie the movie did a phenomenal job with all the action sequences and really building up some of these side characters. Shuri, his sister in the movie, I thought sure, played that awesome. that that perfect comedic side character but again really empowering women because basically they handed her the reins as the person that was the reason as to why um wakanda was so advanced with their technology and she's probably some like 20 year old girl in the movie but she was like the scientist behind building all these fucking cool ass things and his gear and it's just like wow that's so empowering it's it's it, it you're sitting there watching this movie and it's making you think about some of these I mean, it's, it wasn't a political movie by any means, but it made you think no. of some of these issues in how, politics. And how did they pull that off? <laughs> I'm like, well, if you if you see it on paper, you would think that it is all about being political, and they absolutely did not do that. And I have no idea how they how they got like, away with it. I it was left awesome. that movie. I left that movie. I'm a black man, so I left that movie going. I didn't. I didn't watch a political preaching. Nope. But holy fuck, am I questioning things right now? Yeah, isn't that crazy to think about? Yeah, uh, they didn't. At, they didn't. Any point in time, did they go? White people are bad. At yep. any point in time, did they go? Th- no, they didn't do that. They simply said, "You Wakandans are sheltered. We live in the real world. You could have helped us." Well, and again, at the end of the day, you can kind of look at the the whole story of the movie and decide what you want to decide. But to me. I'm a white man, but to me, it really came off as not necessarily you're wrong, I'm right, this is how things should be done. It was more or less, why don't we all take our ideas and come together for the greater good? Why don't we Why don't we come together for something that's going to help out a wide majority of people opposed because, to yes, saying I'm right, you're wrong, this is how things are. They all had the same idea, though, right? except for T'Challa at first. But everybody else wanted to open up Wakanda. Yep. Everybody was like, why don't we bring back the veil and stop lying to yep. the world? We're not a third world country. Everybody, except for T'Challa, it took for him to realize that his dad killed his uncle. Yep. That was the sin. That was the lie his father did for him to realize, oh, my God, we need to open up Wakanda. Yep. You know? Yeah. Now, as a black man... There was a part in that movie that touched me, and 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 it 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 almost made me cry. Is when remember, guys, this is a spoiler, and a lot of you have already seen it by now. By the time this releases, um, guys, when it's all said and done, T'Challa and Killmonger, they fought to the death, and they had mutual respect. Like there was a respect amongst these two men, and they're looking at the sunset. And T'Challa looked at Killmonger and said, we can heal you. Yep. Killmonger said, oh, so I can be in chains for the rest of my life? I can be your prisoner? He said, no. 
He goes, I'm going to do the same thing that my ancestors did. They jumped off the boat knowing it was better to die than to live your life in chains. And then he obviously let let himself bleed out. Me, knowing my background, knowing that I come from the slavery background, I related more with Killmonger at that point in time than I did T'Challa. Right. Because T'Challa doesn't know anything about that. Yeah. But Killmonger made such a good point that I, too, would have been like, no, I'm dying. No, I saw myself rejecting his help because does that make sense? Yeah, it really does. Because that's my history. That's where I come from. Yeah. And I realized now, oh, no, no, I have a great life. Things are good. But that's my history. And I, too, if I was on that ship, if the if, if shit was to go down right now, I'd be like, nope, deuces. There's no fucking way I'm going to live a life like that. Yep. You know, I got it. I understood it. That is what spoke to me and made, and made me go, Killmonger may have had bad methods, but his idea was right. There's this really nice, and I want to read this to you because I want to get your perspective on it because it is kind of from the, the viewpoint of, uh, you know, of a black man like you, yourself. You can say black American. It's okay. Black American. Uh, it's, it's from SlashFilm.com. They do a really nice uh, spoiler-heavy review. In one in one of their sections, it's called Killmonger's Plight. I'm going to read this really quick. It's, it's kind of lengthy, but I, I, I think it's actually really powerful. Um, so when they're talking about Killmonger, they say, yes, his story is universal and that he was abandoned as a child by his own family, but the culture, uh, specificity of his trauma is what makes him less of a villain and more of a revolutionary gone astray. Killmonger represents the pain of people who have lost their heritage through colonization and enslavement. And that feeling of being lost has survived through the century, still affecting us, uh, black man who wrote this, who struggle to find their way in a society that still functions on the code set up by colonization. While his method to find himself results in inexcusable violence, his yearning for a place to call home is a real existential wound many African-Americans have. What do you have to say about that? I can honestly say me as an African-American, a black man, I look at my parents and people say, well, know your history, know your history. What the fuck's my history? I know I know I'm an American through and through. But once you go back, like when you go to certain places in this world, they have something. They can look back at a history. They have they have traditions. You know what I mean? Yeah. That have been thrown down and passed down from generation to generation. That that doesn't exist. We don't have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there are times when I look at America and I go, I know this is my home. But, like, what's what's my history? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what what tribe did I come from? Yeah. Like, what and who did they worship? And what part of Africa did did my bloodline come from? Does, does that make sense? Yeah, they refer to that a lot in this article. I believe they call it uh, African diaspora. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but that's kind of what he's explaining. And he honestly says that on a lot of what Killmonger represents is kind of that that feeling and that mindset of not necessarily understanding your culture and understanding your history. And that's where he came from in doing what he did throughout the movie. Obviously, his actions it's a, it's a superhero You're movie, wrong. but if you if you look deep into what it was that he was trying to do, it's simply trying to understand his culture, where he came from. And, and really, honestly, at the end of the day, what he can do to better the lives of others that are in the same boat as him. Now, again, his logic was flawed a little bit, yeah, but yeah, his agreed. his goal 
again, was to help out people that are in the same boat as him and not necessarily yeah. knowing their history and not necessarily understanding their culture, which I find just, to, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, really cool because it gives a lot of different people, a lot of different things to think about leaving the theater. Right. Cause you yeah. don't get that. You watch Thor Ragnarok and you're like, that was pretty you fucking cool. But and you leave and you're like, that was cool. And I had a couple of good laughs, but you know, that's, you're not that's thinking not gonna... about your life. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you no. know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, I can ask you here. We'll show it. We'll tell you right now. What's your history? What 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 do you what which, what do you mean by by history? Your parents and what's your lineage? Uh, Norwegian and German actually is where my okay. ancestors hail from. But uh, okay, as far as uh being in lacrosse, you know, we've been here like since fucking the late 1890s, dude. The 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 Ragnars have been rocking in lacrosse for a long ass time, and. Uh, but where, yeah, where the Ragnars originate from? Nor Norway, yeah. Norway. Yep. Wow. My last name Duncan was is actually I think uh, a Scottish Duncan or what it means brown warrior. Does it um, really? Yeah, it means brown warrior. Look it up. That is not my original nor birth last name. That is a last name brought on uh, generations. Long story short. Um, when slavery was uh, abolished, a lot of slaves took on the last name of their their handler. That's right. why you see a lot of Smiths out there. Oh my God, you see a lot of Smiths and a lot of Johnsons and so on. So my history is I don't know. I do know my I know I am half white. I get that. I do know my half white side, and that goes all the way back to the early colony colonists Holy of shit. England. No lie, my it's Robinson guys. Look that shit up. Um, we go back to some of the earliest people up in uh, what was it Maine up there? Like that's where my half my bloodline is. But my other bloodline, no fucking clue. And, and I guess that yeah yeah. And that's and that's and that's part of the problem too for. For people, you know, I, I can't necessarily relate to that, you know? And it's like maybe and sometimes things like this, things, entertainment like this, it gives people like me an opportunity to kind of sit back and go, I can't relate to that. That's something that I cannot relate to. But it, it helps us understand the differences that we have among cultures. And uh, and obviously in a, in a world like today where it feels like, you know, the divide when you'd hope that it'd be closing, it seems like it's growing. Yeah, I think that's important. 2018, isn't it? Yeah. But I think that's important, and that's, again, why it might be silly to look at a, a movie like Black Panther and say, well, hopefully that's somewhat helping with the racial divide. But you look at that, and again, you have people like myself and a lot of other people and why this movie is being so heavily praised, because they're leaving going, holy shit, I have things to think about now. I have, I have, you know, it's like, I just watched two Black Panthers fight each other, but at the end of the day, the plot of the movie is giving me some things to actually consider and some things to think about, opposed to just being selfish and only worrying about myself. Exactly. You know? Exactly. It's not just about you. And a lot of like, look at Thanos is all about himself. He wants death to love him. Yep. He's all about himself. A lot of a lot of bad guys are all about themselves. Killmonger was not all about himself. Nope. Killmonger was about his people. Uh, yes, exactly. Exactly. Killmonger was about the people that didn't even know him. He was about people that didn't even know. Like he's he wanted people to be able to understand, look, and go, oh my God, that's that's my heritage. Wow, I didn't know that. He was four people that didn't even know he he was there fighting. Yeah, and I will say though, if for some reason you are listening to this, 
and you listen to all the spoilers and you haven't seen the movie yet and you only want to see a movie because it's a superhero movie, it's still a good fucking superhero movie. So it's even a if good you're superhero <laughs> even yeah. if you're not into the, all the, yeah, yeah. the logic and ethics like, behind it. I don't it. give a shit about all that political stuff. Trust me, this movie does not get political. It only gets political as soon as you leave yep. and go, "Oh shit." <laughs> That's some good points they made. Yeah. But this movie, I mean, there's powers, there's amazing stuff that happens, there's it explains the whole idea of a Black Panther. Yep. So if someone's like, oh, T'Challa's the Black Panther, well, only because he, no, no, he's not. He has the power, but the power that can be of the Black Panther, him. right? Yeah, the Black Panther is a gift, and anyone can be the Black Panther. Right. Yep. So they did, they did a great job explaining that, and, uh, did you yeah. notice that uh, Umaka didn't even care about the Black Panther power? And then when they went to fight, Black Panther said, is this a... F- I'm sorry, not Black Panther. T'Challa said, is this a fair fight? And Umaka said, yes. Did you ever notice that? I didn't. And he had he had the monkey mask on his face. God, you know, Umaka, he was the perfect... God, he had some fucking one-liners that had me... I had to like literally. Yeah. I fell out of my chair and I was laughing because it was so fucking hilarious. Like that dude when was T'Challa perfect. died and she was like, she was like, you know, the Wakanda name for Eric. Eric killed my Karen. You know, killed T'Challa. He went no. He fought a what was it? The, the fight of ritual. Was it? A, was yeah. it a fair fight or whatever? It, yeah. Was, was it that? It a, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's not murder. That's called losing. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> he's not wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't cheat. Nope. T'Challa lost. Do you want to know what I found out? What's that? That I didn't know, because I can be honest with you, I didn't read those comics. That's his fucking brother. Is it really? Umaka is his brother. Umaka serves the white monkey. You know how they would go, who, who, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their god is like the monkey god. Notice how he had no interest in the Black Panther power at all. Yeah, he gets his power from the white, the the like this white gorilla. He hunts them down. Notice out of nowhere, this man at the end of the movie can pick up another human being with just his hand. He picked another human being up easily. So that's probably going to be another story that they kind of explore in a later Black Panther. Yeah, segment. but like they didn't even explain that. How is it that this man? Can pick on he had he clearly had superpowers at the end of the movie. You know what I mean? But the way he threw another human being like that, but they never explained that or anything like that. I didn't. You know I honestly did about? not fucking know that. But no, yeah, I, I totally, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, yeah, he pushed the Tala to his limits. I mean, he actually had that fight won at some point. They kind of made he, it he almost fair. won the fight. He yeah. did almost win the fight. Yep. And then notice T'Challa didn't want to kill him either, and he said, "Your people need you." And T'Challa tapped out. Pay attention. Hey, hey, focus. I'm looking at a house. I got to I gotta text my realtor. I know realtor. you got a house, but we got a podcast we're doing and people are listening. No, no, I know, I know. And I'm, I'm actually listening and I and I fully 100% uh, – what are we talking about again? No. You asshole. <laughs> Umaka is T'Challa's brother. I know. He worships the monkey god. He already has his own power and they showed that at the end. That's why he didn't want – the Black Panther power. Right. Notice he turned his back on it. Yep. I, I read it. He, he looks down on that. 
he feels that the monk, or like the 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 white the, the the monkey god, the god he worships, is much more powerful. Why do you think that they didn't refer to that at all in this movie? Why do you think that? I think that's for Black point? Panther two. I think Umaka's going to become a problem in Black Panther two. Really? You because think so? he he is in the comic books, so he becomes a villain at some point. I think he will. I think he will just eventually. I I do. I believe that. I think he's going to become a problem. Oh, eventually. Yeah. Well, he became such a likable character near the end of it that it's hard to imagine him turning back again. It's like a what did big, he say? It's like a big show face heel turn. He said, "I only saved you because you saved my life." And Nothing now we don't. More. Yep. Now we don't. We don't owe each other anything anymore. And then he said, "I will not give you my army either." But then he did. Did he? He said, "You will see the might of of Umaka and our god." That's all he said. Huh. He just showed them, and he picked that human being up, that big dude up, and threw him miles. He had his own power. Where's that power coming from? That's something I guess we'll probably explore in the next film, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that there's would make a, sense. There's a rival out there in the Wakandan world, and now that that Civil War wasn't the time for him to strike. Right. I'm yeah. believing in the Black Panther 2. We're going to see more of Umaka. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see what they do moving forward with the Marvel uh, Universe in general because obviously at the very end they started introducing the idea of opening up to the rest of the world. They set up shop in uh, in Oakland. Homie, so, homie, what was the king of Wakanda doing in, in the Civil War before he got blown up? He said, we Wakandans are going to boom and he got blown up. I don't know. Remember I don't that? know. Yeah, I just what did what did he say? He was going to open up Wakanda to the rest of the world. Oh, he was, his father was going to do that already. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Go back and look. I didn't even realize that. I did. I went. It's on Netflix. I went back to Civil War and listened to him. And also remember, he said it is hard for a king to be a good man and a good king. Right. I remember that. Yep. I think Infinity War, we're going to see something. Because clearly Wakanda plays a big role in the inf- Infinity War. Yep. Yep. I'm excited. Yeah, it's 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 a really fun time to be a, a fan of Mar- the Marvel Universe because... Can you dude, scoot over the- a little bit? Because I can only see a side of your face and it's kind of creepy. And it's getting darker. And I and I get scared. I'm going to be honest with you. Is this better? Is my cat... It, that's my that's cat? better. Your cat's fine. It was just weird that... And now I'm seeing different colors, and like I got I got South Park on right in front of me. I'm actually uh, I, what are we talking about? I'm watching South Park right How now. How can actually. you be doing this to us? I'm not this actually. It's TV on mute. I don't even know thing. what episode. I think it's the Paris Hilton Pause episode. Pause the shit actually. and focus. All right, um, guys, believe it or not, this spoiler review we actually didn't give away. A, there's stuff we did. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot of stuff. There's that we a didn't lot of shit, guys, that, that we actually didn't you know, give away. You know, it was one of my favorite parts of the entire movie. What I want to know, and what I don't, I don't even know what his name is. The the uh, CIA agent. Uh, when what he was, was the point of him being in the movie? By the way, I don't know. I he really served don't. No purpose. Think about it. What was his purpose? They had him as the 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 pilot guy, but I mean, you could have probably put anybody but in that role. Even then, even then, anyone could have done that. Yeah, I don't know why he you served him. no purpose in the movie. I don't get it. I uh, yeah, I don't know if he was supposed to be like the uh, another comedic side character that. But the, one of my favorite parts of the movie, actually, the funniest parts. Was when he was trying to talk, and there he's like, oh, 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 he's like, oh, 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 I love that too. When he's like, Umaka was like, Mm-mm, 
no. You speak again. And he yeah. went, go ahead. I won't take it from you. Go ahead. No, no, you say it. He was like, you speak again, and I will feed you to my children. And just kidding. We're vegetarians. You know, he went, <laughs> just kidding. We don't do that. We're vegetarians. <laughs> we are vegetarians. Yep. <laughs> we are vegetarians. I thought that was fucking perfect. I was like, yeah, that was fucking was. great. That was perfect. But uh, I was like, damn, this dude's gangster. But I thought about that, too. Like, out of like, if I had one complaint, it was like, I felt like that guy was totally irrelevant. It's like, why is that guy even in this movie? But- he made no sense. It, like, they didn't need him at all. Now, Claw made sense. That yep. was... That was Killmonger's way to get in Wakanda. I don't know if maybe introducing the CIA agent was more or less kind of like prodding like, okay, well, this guy almost died. They brought him back to Wakanda. They revived him. Like maybe it, it is time to open this up to, to the world. Or I don't know what they were trying to say there, but I, I, I personally felt like, I don't know. That was the one character that I was like, I really don't give two shits about this guy. I could care less what I could have cared guy, less but. about Bilbo. What was it? Not Baggins. Which Baggins was he? Oh, yeah, dude. He was one of the fucking... Uh, he was the older Dude, Baggins. He was the first Baggins. Wasn't that Bilbo? Before Bilbo. What, he was, was before Bilbo. I don't know. I thought that was Bilbo Baggins. I thought he was the old one. Dude, I, that's weird. I didn't know that was one of the Hobbits. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. he was one of the Hobbits. Oh, and the other guy was Gollum, wasn't he? Or Schmeagle or whatever? Schmeagle. The other guy was Schmeagle. Both the Ho- yeah, both people from Lord of the Rings were in there. Schmeagle was Claw. That, that, yeah, yeah. He, I didn't realize he was that big. Or maybe the camera. Uh, maybe they just made him look. They that could big. have maybe. I have, yeah. Who knows? But uh, oh, that's weird. Now, now that you mention it, I can see the Hobbit. Yeah, Schmeagel. Schmeagel was in there in the fucking Hobbit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's something. To, now, now I have more to think about. Wow. I'm, gonna have to no, I'm sorry. YouTube video searches later, but uh, <laughs> but overall though, overall. So right, out of out so of all the movies, I, out of all the movies, so like you know, this is put a review. I. All the movies you've seen in the past, like six months or whatever, where do you where do you rank Black Panther? I mean, is it a must see uh, for anybody? Is, I am not. I, I'm just being honest. This is a ten out of ten. Yeah, I agree. Ten out of ten. 10 out I agree. 10. I think. I think. I think. I, I I was talking to others, and I was like, I know that it's it's still February, but I would honestly, it it'll have to be a pretty good fucking year for the movie industry if this one isn't talked about as one of the best movies of 2017 or 2018 come years end. I really Man, think so. Do you think that this might shit on a, 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 a finity, uh, Infinity Wars? I like, think. There, I think. I think they're just going to be two completely different movies because I think Infinity Wars I is. So. I think Infinity movie Infinity War is going to be action, action, action. There's not going to be a ton they of story. Have to. Yeah, because this movie was like, and you know what's so cool about us as fans? We were okay with going from comedy to two funny right. things. Yep, that was it. But Black Panther was a serious fucking heavy movie. Yeah, it was. And we were like, give us more, give yep. us more. Right. And Thor Ragnarok was like, ha ha. It was ba- yeah, it was like comedy yeah. pretty much. Terrence and Philip, except for powers yep pretty much and again that's why marvel is just killing it right now i feel bad for dc because they're not able to keep up with what the 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 marvel cinematic universe is putting out but uh yeah it just makes you more and more excited for the movies to come out in the future especially infinity i mean i i have no idea how they're going to set that up and how they're going to get all all these guys i give it a 10 out of 10 I'll give it a 10 i i I would say 10 out of 10 that's probably honestly that might be one of the best movies that i've seen in the past like five years like oh that right. and which which is weird actually which is which is kind of weird because i would also it put beat captain america winter soldier and winter soldier had still 
been on the top for me. Even beat out Thor Ragnarok and Guardians of the Galaxy for me. Well, here's Winter what... Soldier was that good, and finally something beat it. Well, and last year, probably my favorite movie of the year was Get Out. It's like, dude, I just like all these movies with like uh, that are kind of like. Have I haven't this... watched that shit yet. I'm too scared. You haven't watched Get Out yet? Get the no, fuck out of here, I'm man! Too scared to watch it's it. Not, I'm not it's lie not to that you. scary. It's it actually you know it actually is kind of frightening. I guess I don't know. <laughs> it's not that scary. It is that scary. Yeah, it's it is kind of uh, it's but no, that's a that's another really good movie. Um. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. And that the, the actor from that movie played Wakabi, and this uh, the guy that kind of helped lead the rebellion against T'Challa. So yep, yep, that's a good lead movie. The rebellion, yep, I noticed that. So um, guys, uh, awesome. We we have a little bit of time left though. Oh, do we? Well, well, it says one hour, but we didn't actually record this entire one hour. I've got I've got an hour of recording. That means you okay with doing the rest of the talking then? I can't. I got twenty three minutes at the beginning, and I've got forty three minutes of this part, so I've got a little over an hour. A little over an hour of us, you and me. Yeah. Um, and so then the opener and closer. Then well, no, no, some- well, before we go, before we go, let's uh, let's talk some games quick. Uh, what do you what do you what are you playing nowadays? What are you doing with your with your free gaming time? Okay, so right now what I am doing is I am I'm still playing uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, and by the way, they announced that they will not be releasing another Assassin's Creed game next year um, because they're going to focus on the more DLC and expand the world of Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, I heard about. What that. is great about that is Assassin's Creed Origins is huge. Uh, you can now you can set the enemies to be to your level, so the game is always a challenge. Um, right, I haven't beat the game yet, but it's kind of hard to beat the game when everything you do is fun. Um, so I'm still doing Assassin's Creed. I'm also playing season three of Street Fighter Arcade Edition, oh, which cool. I want to get TJ here or Literacy Leonard on at some point in time to review that game with him. TJ plays Street Fighter? Which TJ? Literacy Leonard. Oh, okay, okay. It's Leonard Literacy. Really, Leonard Literacy. So, he, he, I mean, he doesn't really play it. He, I mean, you know, we've played before in the past, and I've completely beat his ass. I mean, Scotty he, Johnson. He holds the controller and does moves and presses a button. <laughs> I mean, but when it comes to playing against me, I mean, you know. Does he listen to this podcast? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But now he will, because someone's gonna tag him in this no, shit. No, someone's gonna tag him, and he's gonna hear you talking <laughs> shit. And he's gonna go home and spend all of his free time playing Street Fighter, so he can beat you. Someone, someone from the podcast though listens to me because listens to us. I'm sorry, because they invited me to a room in Street Fighter, and I accepted it. I have no mercy on any motherfucker in that game. I beat his ass, his friends' ass. I destroyed them. And I got bored with beating their ass, so I left. Really? And I wanted to, I, yeah, I wanted to be like, continue listening to RGG, but I didn't. Oh, my God. Yeah, That's someone cool. sent an invite. I, I accepted it. Guys, send me an invite. Fuck you it. say show enough. Uh, the O is a zero. You say show enough. If you think you're good, send me an invite, and uh, I'll smash you with Ed or Bison. Have you, ever had a, have you ever had a time where you've been challenged? And then you were actually kind of overwhelmed with how you yes. thought maybe the other person wasn't going to be as this, good. There is this guy that keeps challenging me and won't accept a friend crest. It's King Dingling. 
Now, here's the thing. That's really I, his name? Oh, yes. Perfect. My brother, his nickname with his friends is King Dingling because I used to call him Tiny Tim. You guys can <laughs> add it together. Well, as he's grown older, certain aspects of his body have yeah. also grown older. He has a huge dick now. We get it. He's got a big dick now. Yes. And he calls himself King Dingling. He has a PS4 and he's like, oh, man, you know, he has the game, but he doesn't play it. Every once in a while, randomly, I'll get an invite by King Dingling, and I'll get my ass whooped, and then he'll leave right away. I will call my brother and be like, bro, Nick, I want to say another word, but I can't right now. We're on air. I'm like, bro, is that you? Are you doing that shit to me? Like, who are you? Ha- like, are you having someone come come over? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you're the only King Dingling in the world. How many King Dinglings are there out there? He's like, I, I don't fucking know what you're talking is about. Is he that? Is he good at street fighting? He's either no. He's huh. so he either has a friend over. He's working me that well, or it's just a a, a weird coincidence. And this King Dingling just keeps inviting me, keeps beating me up, and 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 just is enjoying it. He's your white I don't whale. Know what to say. Well, go ahead. He's your white whale. He is definitely. You gotta, my white you gotta whale. eventually, you gotta take him out. But until no, that time, Dick, he's that making it work difficult. Out for Moby Dick. That book doesn't end well. So if I take him out, I'm not gonna. Did you read Moby Dick? <laughs> Fuck no, dude. The white whale? No. He's got to No, no, no. The whale's got to be the whale. Moby Dick's got to be the. You got to be what you got to be. So uh, if I beat him, I'll lose the whole set in the end. No, that doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't end well for anybody. You're going. You're going too deep with it, man. It was just. I was just saying. You got to beat him eventually. You just. You went too far. You took Sorry. it too far. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Right now, I'm playing Half Life Two. Hey, I started, hey, ragbag. What? What are you playing right now? I'm playing Half Life Two right now because I was like, everybody keeps talking about how awesome Half Life is and why they should make a Half Life Three, and I never understood the hype. So I downloaded it off uh, Steam, and uh, I played probably two hours of it last night. And actually, it's pretty fucking good. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty now, fun. I remember back in those days, that was top-notch graphics. Dude, it came out in, This is... If you haven't seen it in a while, it came out in 2004, and it still looks... It honestly still holds Does up a little bit. Does it still look good? Does it it really still hold holds up? up a little bit. A little bit. Not like a lot of Let it. Let me ask you this. Like late 2000s, it holds Does up. Does it hold up to Skyrim graphics? No, it does not hold up to Skyrim graphics. No, it does not. <laughs> and Skyrim's not even really that great. But I, I would say. My point was Skyrim isn't I, even that good. I would say it, if it. I, the only reason I was surprised is that it, it released in 2004. If it was like a 2008 or 9 release, I'd be like, oh, okay, but. Man, that I mean, that surprised me enough. But it, it's actually pretty fun. I'm having a good time with it. The story is interesting. I still don't really know what the fuck is going on, but uh, I'm playing it anyway. So, yeah. Man, so guys, I hope you enjoyed the half-ass review where we kind of just I I jumped almost, all over the place. We went all over the place, and I can almost guarantee you the people um, who are driving. A lot of people, I believe, are listening to this at work or they're driving. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're That's they're not. Yeah, I think driving is the thing. So they're kind of just zoning out. There is at least one person who zoned out for a half hour of this. They're like, and, I don't remember anything they talked. And about. they'll have to hit the thirty second back. They'll have to. What? Are, what did they talk about? And now they're laughing because he's like, "Holy fuck, that guy's right. Yeah, I really did." Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> That's funny. so uh, man, is there anything else? Do you have anything else? Um, I, you guys know the game I'm playing. 
Um, hopefully, we have a Street Fighter Arcade Edition review coming soon. That'd we just cool. need TJ to kind of, you know, stop being TJ. Yeah. And then that'll work out. Uh, what do you got coming up? The only thing you have I... to end this. We, you have to end this. Yeah, and I'll handle that there. But the one thing that I wanted to bring up is that I can see behind you there's a bag of popcorn. And I just wanted to know... Are you going to pick up that bag of popcorn, you piece of shit, motherfucker? Hey guys, this is AC Riley reminding you to check out the Riley Factor only on the Grapple Talk Network. Join me as I talk wrestling, interview wrestlers in my Spotlight and Squared Circle segment, and much, much more. What are you waiting for? Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the Grapple Talk Network today. And as always, support independent wrestling. I'm not done yet. That's fine. You know, I'm not done yet. I'm what gonna, do you I'm got? Gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about something. Is it The Ma- Laura Croft movie coming out. You talking about you Tomb Raider? See, Tomb Raider. Do you see how fucking canon that looks? No. Like they got that. They got the. You didn't. You haven't seen. I. I. I think I saw the trailer yet. I think I saw the initial teaser, which was like ten seconds of really nothing. Oh, never mind. Then never. I work at a movie theater, so I've seen like the whole thing. Oh, really? Like, have you played Tomb Raider at all? Fuck yeah, I've played Tomb Raider, dude. That's that game's better than. No, have you played the newest Tomb Raider? Yes, and I will tell you, the newest Tomb Raiders are better than Uncharted. And if you don't, if you don't agree with me, you can fucking die. Fucking don't listen to our no. Not only can you die, you close. You are banned. We don't from want you as a podcast. We don't want your support. If you think Uncharted is better than the not. Lord, the new Tomb Raider, we do not want you listening yeah. to us. Yeah, that's that is a bullshit opinion. That is yep. Naughty Dog fanboyism at its finest. If that's what yeah, you think. Yeah, like there are things where people say, "Oh, there's no such thing as a wrong opinion." You have a wrong that opinion. That is a wrong that opinion. Yeah, but okay. You yeah. you asked if I played it. Why does it does it? Why do you ask? It's fucking just like the game. It's oh, beautiful. is it really? There's scene where in the waterfall where you're walking across in the first game, and there's the old uh, World War Two plane. Yeah, that's in the fucking movie. Oh. They've got, you know, the pickaxe? Yeah. They've got that in there. Who's, got... who, who's playing Laura Croft? Do you know who the, what the, the actress's name is? No fucking clue. <laughs> is it Jessica Biel? No, definitely not. It's oh. some sort of British actor. Oh, okay. Is it, uh... I, I said no fucking clue. Is it... So I'm going to say yes to the next person Is it you Renee, uh... Zellweger? Zellweger, yeah. Is it that one? It is her, yes. <laughs> nice! I knew it! Yep, Sweet. it's her. Sweet. All right, well, there's that. All right, is that the cat you spanked that you said I spanked in your promo? It was, actually. Yeah, this is her. <laughs> Maru spanks cats. That's the cat. It was kittens. I used the word kittens. Kittens. All right. Um, so, guys, hey, thank you guys very much for tuning in. Uh, it's just Ragbag and I bantering. We have definitely given you guys stuff. We were all over the place with the, the interview, and, and we knew you were able to follow us. Thank you for your support, and that's what's important. You guys are there. You For some reason, you've chosen to support us, and we thank you for that. Yeah, I agree. What do you you want me to keep talking? I wanted you to say thank. I want. No, okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Hey, okay. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna thank them. 
again. And then when I do this, you like, yeah, I think, okay. Okay, yeah, I got it, yeah. And we, guys, we really, really absolutely support the fact that you're that you're listening to us. We really thank, thank you for the support. Yeah, thanks, guys. That was so shitty, bro. <laughs> was that, you didn't like that? That was bad. No, but in all all seriousness, in all seriousness, I went before I left work today and I just looked up Grapple Talk, uh, the Podbean page, because I was interested in where uh, the downloads were sitting for some of our recent podcasts because of the Chad Moretti stuff that happened. Chad, Chaz, whatever his name is. And um, I noticed I, I, I saw... The, the the latest RGG because I think it started off kind of slow and then all of a sudden boom it was it's at like fifty now. I was like, oh yeah, shit. That like doubled in like a day. Like that's yeah. awesome. You go back and look at the the last podcast me and you did together, I think that's at fifty. It's like that's at fifty is yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. great. And then they're that's going great, back man. to the other ones. Those are up to past forty. Wow. There are a lot of them, yeah. They're going back and they're listening and they're supporting. Thank you guys. Yeah, that's Thank awesome. You. That's so cool. And we're not even getting paid for this. We're just doing it for fun. We don't have lives. I just farted, and I think I shit myself. I've done that multiple times. (laughs) Guys. all the time, actually. Guys, we love you. And uh, you know what? I'm going to let Ragbag have fun with the ending of this. Yeah, because you need to change yourself. I do. I need to go. Actually, I do really need to go change myself. So, guys, this is RGG. I just shit myself. This is RGG, and I am out. Well, there you have it, guys. Uh, Another edition of Regular Guy Gaming in the books. Thank you all so much for joining us this week. Again, uh, if for some reason you decided to listen to that podcast and you hadn't seen Black Panther yet... um we spoiled pretty much the entire thing, but I would heavily advise going out and seeing it. Um, it's really just uh, it's a phenomenal movie, whether you like superheroes, comic books or not. Um, I think it's, as you could probably hear throughout that entire podcast, um, it's it's quite possibly going to be one of the best movies that comes out this year and uh, really stands on its own opposed to being a part of this uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe that we've come to know as being, honestly, one of the best kind of altogether movie series um, in the past decade. Now, I do want to make sure there's not a ton to talk about it as far as gaming news, um, but I do want to make sure we get the plugs out of the way. So again, Regular Guy Gaming on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Otherwise, you can also check me out, Ragbag, R-A-G-G-B-A-G-G, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, just started up a Twitch channel, so uh, that's going to be where I put most of my content from now on because exporting content from Twitch to YouTube is fairly easy, so I'm pretty much just going to start streaming every single video game that I play, and then eventually I will upload that to YouTube. So check both RGG and myself out on those different channels. And uh, continue to listen to this great podcast. We really appreciate everything you guys are doing as far as your support over the past uh, couple of weeks. Our numbers are still going up, and uh, we cannot say thank you enough, which you heard from RGG um, throughout our podcast this week. So thank you guys a ton. We'll see you next week right here on Regular Guy Gaming. Deuces.